Welcome back. Impact has given shareholders a reason to smile. The paper and packaging company more than doubled its annual payout to 115 cents. And this comes as it delivered a 25.3% rise in headline earnings per share on the back of high demand for paper and plastics in South Africa. We're now joined by the company's CEO, Bruce Strong. Thanks so much for your time, Bruce. Revenue uh, rising 7.1% and even better, that translating to a 25.3% growth in headline earnings per share. So let's first uh, drill into the macroeconomic shifts that fed positively into your performance. Yeah, so well, thank you very much for having me on the show. Um, you know, last year was by uh, many measures a very difficult year actually with the supply train, chain constraints and a number of factors weighing on the floods in KZN, the lingering effects of the uh, unrest in KZN the year before. We had drought in the Eastern Cape. So a number of headwinds, but having said that, uh, we are fortunate to be in the sectors we're in. And we benefited uh, to a large extent from some of the investments we've made in the last three or four years, uh, most notably our Felixton paper mill um, that had record production last year and also record profits, you know, a very low cost producer in its sector and world class by any measure. Um, that came through very nicely and we saw sustained demand for, for our products in cardboard and, and container board and also our packaging paper, our converted uh, packaging uh, papers uh, that, that we sell. Um, so that was pleasing, um, but uh, you know it was not easy. I mean, it's uh, it's been a very difficult environment, and we have managed to uh, get through a lot of the uh, load shedding and the electricity and water ch uh, supply challenges. Mm. Um, thankfully, we've put in uh, already nine megawatts of solar in our business. It doesn't make us self-sufficient, but it does give some relief. We do have other generating capacity in in in, in many parts of our business. Um, and that's helped us to see this time through. Um, and so we're very grateful. I mean, we, we're pleased with the performance and uh, we've got our work cut out for the year ahead. You know, it's a, a difficult yeah. environment to operate in. But I think our strategy is clear and we are, are focused on delivering against it. How much relief has um, your um, efforts into installing and producing solar actually provided? Uh, because I do understand that not you can't have solar in all of your operations because you have many companies coming out and, and, and talking about the costs of the diesel that they have to put in for the generators to work. So how much relief has it provided and how much pressure is still there? Well, um just to be clear, our solar doesn't make us uh, independent or self-sufficient. Okay. Um, you know, it, it does reduce the cost of electricity. But in our paper mills, for example, and um, we have load curtailment agreements with with Eskom, which means that we have to reduce our our load by up to 30 or 40 percent in certain instances at certain times. Um, and given our process design, um, you know, over the last few years, we've been able to do that. But we've also recently installed three and a half megawatts at our Felixton paper mill, and that also contributes to our load curtailment. And that's assisted us to to play our part in the load shedding, but also um, to, to, to be able to run. Yeah. Uh, there are operations that have been directly affected by load shedding, but on the balance, uh, we've been fortunate that it hasn't uh, knocked our business completely. Um, we do continue to invest by the end of uh, next year, or certainly the year after, we'll have 25 megawatts of solar within our business, yeah. which is a substantial amount. And we've also got already probably eight megawatts of diesel generated power. 
um, which is, is quite substantial. So I think we know what we know. Um, everybody knows the situation we're in, and, and it's up to us as businesses to, to deal with that. Yeah. Um, it's not easy, um, and there are going to be costs, and they will have to be passed through eventually. Yeah. Um, but I think at the end of the day, we've got to learn to operate in this environment. Yeah. Uh, that paper division seemed to be firing on all cylinders, but then the plastics division, as much as it eked out growth, it really seemed like a mixed bag. Just walk us through those dynamics. I mean, I know you also mentioned the KZN floods, but were all those pressures out of your control in that plastics division? Um, well, our plastics business uh, had a, a quite a difficult first half, but came back nicely in the second half. And we are busy doing a lot of things in that business. We're investing in, particularly in our returnable crates business, which is not a single-use plastics business. We're investing substantially, um, and they've done pretty well, and they'll do even better this year. We're putting uh, a fair amount of uh, investment in there, um, and we're very excited about that. So contrary to popular belief, I mean, uh, many of the plastics, are, in fact, all the plastics we produce by one or two, um, are the best options for their particular applications, and they have a, a real um, sustainable future. Um, so we continue to invest there. Uh, we will see the uh, profit profile of our plastics business in, improve in the next couple of years as these substantial projects come through. And we are rationalizing our portfolio in the areas where we are not strong and we don't have the same sort of vision for the products. We are exiting some of those. Um, and so we'll see a, a better portfolio of plastics businesses uh, in our in our stable uh, come the next year or so. Yeah. Bruce, that top line was boosted by price increases. I'm just wondering if the demand is strong enough for impact to sustainably keep passing on these uh, costs to consumers as long as we're in this high inflationary environment. So I think it uh, was necessary in the second half of the year to recover some of the uh, price increases we had faced. In fact, uh, through throughout the year, we absorbed a lot of pressure uh, in the first three quarters of the year, having to absorb those prices. We were able to get some recovery in that regard, and we're having to work with our customers to see what we can do to moderate the price uh, levels uh, going forward. So we have seen, uh, call it price inflation, moderating substantially. In other words, there's not further price increases, um, but uh, they're moderating with prices still at high levels, costs at high levels. So it's now working to try and uh, bring those costs down and to the extent possible uh, support our customers in their endeavors to, to realize uh, savings in that regard. Yeah. But that won't be easy. I think the whole world is facing the same uh, issues there. Um, but we have to be agile and we've got to do what's required to make sure that our businesses uh, are, are solid and that our customers still have businesses and that we all are able to uh, move forward from this position. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, thank you very much. That's it. We'll have to leave it, Bruce. Uh, thank you for your insights on those results that came out earlier on for Impact. That was the CEO of Impact, Bruce Strong.